Welcome, everyone, to a very special edition of Dining on a Dime bonus show for all our listeners. We're going to give you two shows this week. We have an excellent diner episode on our platform. This is a bonus show live from O Brother Philly, one of the best French onion cheesesteaks. I've never had a better cheesesteak than that French onion cheesesteak. Today's focus is Jim Pappas. Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure has a new calendar. Perfect for the holidays. It's the 2021 cheesesteak calendar. And Jim Pappas, talk about your calendar. This is awesome. It is the must-have gifts for this holiday season. Twelve different cheesesteaks. It's funny because I just did a teaser video about it, and I, and I, I dawned on me that this is not your father's cheesesteak calendar. Because <laughs> if this was my father's cheesesteak calendar, it would be one place every month. <laughs> Every day. Well, not every day because uh, my sisters and I didn't behave enough to go every day. But, um, yeah, I'm really excited about 12 different places. It's, um, it's been fun, fun putting it together. And what about uh, every month has a different cheesesteak place in the tri-state? Yes, everywhere from, uh, well, yeah, as you know, we'll remind everybody that I do, uh, I'm an Uber and Lyft driver. So I, when it's lunchtime, I stop wherever I am and I get a cheesesteak in that area. So it's primarily from Bear, Delaware, to Reading, and up to Princeton. But I, you know, occasionally I get a cheesesteak outside the area. And we are dining on a dime, and I'm seeing coupons. Talk about the coupons on the calendar. Coupons, absolutely. What, uh, what would be a calendar without coupons? Some good ones. Yeah, absolutely. We got. Yeah, everyone was great. It's everybody. That's the thing about the calendar. That's the thing. That's why you know it's twelve different places. Twelve places you may never have heard of. Right. Six of six. That's the whole point of it. You know, it's a Philadelphia cheesesteak adventure. I looked for the places that people may not have gone to, places where you can have some fun, make a memory, eat a great cheesesteak, and get a discount. Discounts are good. We know. We, we love, love discounts on we our love show. Discounts. That's why I love this show. And how many of you at home have a cheesesteak fan in your family? Right. Absolutely, Kevin. That's why it's this. This is the must-have calendar of the holiday season because everybody knows. You, you know, either the person that just loves cheesesteaks and would Absolutely. put cheesesteak pictures on their wall anyway. Everybody's got a refrigerator. Refrigerators look silly without magnets holding calendars. It's functional. We all want to know where we need to be and what's going on. Absolutely. And who doesn't like to save money? Especially if you're going to go to these places, why not go and use a coupon? So, um, yeah, no, it's been. And you know what I love, Jim? These coupons are good coupons. A lot of times people do stuff, and the coupons are not really savings. These are good savings on these coupons on the calendar. I got really lucky. The 12 places, and that's why the 12 places are on the calendar, 12 great places. They work well in their communities. They're very community-minded. And, I had, yeah, they were – every place was gracious and was like, you know what, we want to help. This is a cool thing. We want to – yeah, they, yeah, I got very lucky with the coupons that the, the cheesesteak places put in the calendar and you have cheesesteak places that we all know like oh brother all the way down to cheesesteak places i've never heard of so you can find a new cheesesteak spot just by getting the calendar absolutely that's uh, again build up your cheesesteak adventure event get out of our comfort zones you know i talk to people all the time i'm up to 690 different cheesesteaks and i talk to someone like oh you ate 690 oh well, i ate, you know in the last three years i've eaten 690 it's like yeah but you ate yours at the same place right exactly and so to get out, and it is, it's been funny. I tell people all the time that uh, there's a couple of places I've been to that I've driven by, f- well, 
not to date myself, but I've driven by some places for 40 years. Right. 41 because I got my license on 16, but I'm not dating myself. <laughs> but there's some places I drove by for 41 years. Yes. Never thought to go in, never wanted to go in. Some places I locked my doors when I went by them. And, <laughs> I, and because of the calendar, because of the adventure, trying to get out to different places, I'd go to these places and I had great cheesesteaks, great times. One place that, One place in particular that I had... Literally did drive by for 41 years, never wanted to go into. I've been back three times. How about that? <laughs> they make a Texas toast cheese. And another thing I love about your calendar is you are everywhere. I'm looking at Pottstown. We got cheesesteak places in Mertztown. Didn't even know Mertztown existed. And the beautiful part about Mertztown, the funny part is, is that it's, you know, it's Mertztown. It's up there. What is that, Bucks County? I've never heard of it. <laughs> I mean, you're looking out in mountains when you're eating up there. It's funny because I would, when I went there the first time and we were sitting out front in the person's front yard because it's a house converted into right. a cheesesteak shop. So when we're sitting in the front yard eating our cheesesteaks, a tractor went by. <laughs> and, and, you know, you can hear a tractor. Yeah, and, sure. And I'm like, after the tractor went by, I'm like, duh, how come you didn't turn your camera like we were talking about earlier about the you know videos of the cheesesteak and too many selfies. I'm like, why didn't you turn the camera on the tractor while you're eating your cheesesteak? And I'll tell you what, let's introduce the panel. We have two guest eaters, which I love. Jim allows you to be a guest eater with him, and you can join him to eat your cheesesteaks. I, uh, I right? encourage him, especially if you're going to pay. Exactly. <laughs> just, just kidding. But no, that guest eaters, always looking for guest eaters. And no, Carol, I'm not looking to use this as a dating site. <laughs> Everyone's welcome to come be a guest eater. And it's PhiladelphiaCheesesteakAdventure.com. So it's like uh, just people you knew were interested in cheesesteaks and dating. <laughs> <laughs> Let's introduce yourself, guest eater number one. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, my name's Henry, and uh, I found the Cheesesteak Adventure through Instagram. I'm excited to be a guest eater. Awesome. Yeah, pizza's my thing. Uh, I pretty much eat it every single day, and I make a lot of pizza. I sell it out of the house to my friends and neighbors and my family and stuff. That's fantastic. Uh, but I really, really love pizza. So anytime I see an account that's, like, specifically just for one food, yes. whether it's cheesesteaks or, like, macarons or something, you know, I'm going to follow that account. That's so, fantastic. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like I'm meeting a legend today, honestly. I hear you. I, he, he's, he's a freak of nature. Go ahead. Uh, well, there's still Let's there's, talk to guest eater number two. Was, before we get to him, it's funny because I was talking to a friend of mine when I was driving up here. And he's, he's, he moved to Alaska years ago. And I was talking to him. He's like, so, he's like, when you walk into these places, it's like, do you, know, do you like have a shirt on? Do you have a hat on? Do people recognize that? <laughs> I'm like, no. 90% of the time, I'm eating my cheesesteak in an anonymity. I well, say you got recognized at one spot you told me about. I, occasionally, I do. Yeah, 10%. 10% <laughs> of the time, I get uh, recognized. But, no, yeah, it's... It, for my 1,200 followers, yes, I'm uh, <laughs> Guest eater number two, let's t- uh, introduce yourself to our listeners. How you doing, guys? My name's Harry. I know it's a little confusing, Henry and Harry. But, um, <laughs> I, so I actually found out about Jim from Henry yesterday. That's awesome. I was at his house. And uh, by the way, he, he made the best pizza I've ever had in my life. I How about that? that? It's a buffalo chicken pie. It was a square pie. Nice. And I, I'm not saying that lightly. I've eaten a lot. Of, so all summer, I've been doing cheesesteak and pizza reviews just on Snapchat. It's nice. like a casual thing. I'm not. Jim is like the the maximum supreme version of what <laughs> I hope to be. Right. Uh, but I've eaten a lot of pizza. He had the best pizza I've ever eaten. Nice. That being said, this summer I've I've had probably about 25 different cheesesteaks just in the city. Um, and then he told me about Jim and how he's eaten so many. And 
Um, and he said he was coming here to be a guest eater, and I, I had to join. So. And to be a guest eater, PhiladelphiaCheesesteakAdventure.com. Matt Maratea, alcohol expert. Let's talk about this calendar and your ideas for pairings with cheesesteaks. Well, uh, obviously, cheesesteaks go great with beer. It's a Philadelphia tradition. Right. And uh, I think here we've got a really unique sort of cheesesteak. We were talking about that French onion cheesesteak. Yes, here. at O Brother 206 Market. We're live from O Brother. Right. So when you have something like that, that's going to have that deep, creamy Gruyere cheese and those sort of stewed onions, that's going to be a very, very rich flavor. Nice. So, ordinarily, I would say just grab a lager, grab something light or a pale ale, grab a yards, keep it simple for a normal cheesesteak. But something like that, that has so much richness, I would say you need to get something that has a little more bitterness, a little bit of citrus brightness to cut through all of that. So that's what I'm saying. That's when you need to reach for uh, an IPA. Okay. So you would recommend an IPA with these delicious cheesesteaks? Well, with the French onion one. French onion one. Okay. Amherst Pollock, food photo journalist. You guys can go to the Dining on a Dime Facebook page to see the wonderful photos of Jim's calendar, uh, et cetera. I should have them posted by Saturday. Amherst, your view. I mean, I, I have to say that I'm a huge meat eater, so I... Would I cannot wait until I try out the cheesesteaks that he had ordered for our table. Oh, yeah. um, I'm more of a classic. You know, you get the Wit Whiz and the fried onions um, with your, your cheesesteak. I devour it. Um, it's a little embarrassing when, you know, as a female, but I'm like, give me my meat. <laughs> give me my cheesesteak. <laughs> so I'm super excited about this. And, um, I mean, I was looking online at some of the Oh Brother menu items with Matt here, and um, we were eyeing up, you know, there was a mushroom one that we were eyeing up. Truffle. Yeah, the truffle one. And um, so that one I'm super excited about. I don't know if you ordered that or not. I thought I considered it, and I'm like, I looked at this group, and I'm like, they're going to devour <laughs> those cheesesteaks. And now we, we, I, I want, uh, I want traditional, but I changed up the cheeses. Nice. Okay, nice. So uh, the cheeses are a nice surprise. They will be a nice surprise, and I'm, I'm a little worried for Matt the way you <laughs> say I'm a meat eater. But go ahead, Jim. grin that she has. There. Jim, talk about what your inspiration was to make a cheesesteak calendar. Uh, Jim, uh, by the way, Jim Pappas has been on Good Day Philadelphia. The Inquirer called him the Philadelphia cheesesteak uh, expert. Maybe may Philadelphia cheesesteak authority. Authority. Maybe. They, they questioned it. And that was in the Philadelphia Inquirer. Right. And then you did a ton of other media. Jim, what inspired you after all that publicity you've had? What inspired you to do a calendar? The calendar was funny. To go back, to go back a step even further, because you... You know the story well, but the, right. you know, the calendar, the whole, the whole cheesesteak eating idea it was funny. It, it went back to find something to do with Carol. You know, I I'd, I'd met my new best friend, and we were looking for stuff to do. We had cheesesteaks was in our background. So we decided we are going to go out and try different cheesesteaks, try different places, and then find something to do in that area. And, um, and it grew into this, you know, talking to my riders and talking to my riders from a, from a ride share. The um, the passion of them, the passion of the riders. Exactly. The passion of the riders came through the back of the car when I started asking people their favorite cheesesteak place. Right. And um, I knew there was something here. So that's when I developed my scorecard, 100 points, five categories. Again, my friend that 
it used to be a 35 point category. Well, my friend told me that I was being a, an idiot and no one cared about 35 <laughs> points. So it became a 100 point system. Um, and then looking for something to do because I hadn't been in the paper for a while. And I do like to be recognized. Right. So I'm like, what am I going to do now? I got, it's been a while since anybody's asked me to be anywhere. So um, the calendar. It just came to me, you know, it came as a came as just an idea to do something different and a reason for like some of the reasons we talked about it, kind of tongue in cheek about it. Oh, you know, we all know someone that will put pictures of cheesesteaks on their walls. Well, we probably do. Right. But you wouldn't because people are going to think you're weird. If you right. decorate your house with calendar. But if you have a calendar, then you have a talking point. So it's just kind of a, it's funny, the whole, the whole cheesesteak thing, it's like that TV show, A Million Little Things. It's been a little, little, a million little yeah. things that just kind of kept going down this road, and uh, we ended up with a cheesesteak calendar, with like you said, coupons. In these places too, it's funny too, because the, the art part of the, the the adventure is when I talk to people about cheesesteaks, I don't hear about rolls or a slice of meat or what cheese. I hear about my dad's favorite place. Yes. After a game, before a game, on a date, after a date, you know, where you went to meet your friends after a date to tell them how the date went. I heard all of those things. Actually, driving up here, too, someone else was sending me pictures um, of, of them in high school. After the games, they'd go to Leo's. and you just have to be Yeah, I have Leo's on the calendar on now. Leo's, you should have me on his page, and a friend of Leo's sent me a bunch of high school pictures that, you know, that they was going, always went to Leo's. How about that? So it's... So that's why it's, it's, you know, it's the emotion. You know, everybody says, oh, we're passionate about cheesesteaks. We're not passionate. We're emotionally connected because we have that childhood, my dad, my this, my friends after school, before school. And um, so, yeah, we're emotionally attached to them. And that's why I picked these places that you can go to, have an adventure, go do something, and then go to a nice cheesesteak place, get a good cheesesteak, but with someone that you would go to Falcroft with that you'd go to the Independent Square with, you go out with that person, have a nice day, then have a nice cheesesteak. You know, it becomes that emotional attachment. And, and let me bring this up because I'm sorry, we're dining on a dime. We have to focus on value. You have a twenty percent off entire coup, uh, order from Leo's. I mean, that's pretty great because how many of you uh, in uh, Falcroft buy like ten cheesesteaks from Leo's for an Eagles game? Exactly. You know what I mean? That twenty percent is going to be significant. Steve's amazing. It's Stephen 20. Mullen is excellent. Greatest yeah, guy. It, it's. I, I wish he knew social media better, but because <laughs> everybody posts, he. It's funny he doesn't have to because everybody posts. About oh yeah, him. everyone brags about that. I just saw a picture. Of some two women went in. The, a woman that moved out of the area came out to the area to visit a friend, and of course they went to Leo's. Yes. And so it's like, Leo's has has a great social media presence. Because of other people coming back and visiting and going there and posting their pictures from Leo's. All right, let's talk about how we can buy this for our friends and family uh, that love cheesesteaks. Give the specifics. What can we do to order? I'm going to put it in the description of the show, but what exactly do I have to do? You could drive down to a brother right now. I have a case of them <laughs> in my trunk, and I would love to change those into $20 bills. But um, they, it turns out the easiest place right now is on my website, Uh www.philadelphiacheesesteakadventure.com. There, uh, there's a link. You know, I have a, I have a shop page, and we're going to have the link all week on our social media. Yeah, and if you go to that link, you can see every month. You can see the coupon. You can see the pages that are in the calendar, so you you can see the whole thing before you purchase it. 
It is on Facebook, too. Facebook's a little more difficult to get to, but it's on my Facebook page, which, again, Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure, because I only know one thing. Um, it's, on, it's on the Facebook page, but you have to go to the left, scroll down to shop, and then you click on it, and then it pops up. Um, but both those ways get there. Hoping for Amazon to come through, but the website works real well. PayPal, right. you know, so it's PayPal, so you're not. PayPal is very easy and it's totally secure. Right, you're not. So you don't have to worry about it. You're not Venmoing me the money and right. I'm taking off with all my calendars and wallpaper in my house. And I've had a chance to look through the calendar, and I'm looking at legendary places. McGillins is going to give you twenty percent off your cheesesteak, which is fantastic. And they have a delicious cheesesteak. Drafts are still five dollars. Yeah, and I we just went there because now we're doing uh, Amigo Dan and I are doing uh, eating the calendar, and so we, oh. were, at, we were at McGillan's uh, the other night for our first episode of eating the calendar, and I just find a new reason to love McGillan's every time I go. Yeah, eighteen sixty, they wow. opened in eighteen sixty. Continuous running uh, restaurant. Always continuous. Pale uh, Ale House in uh, the Philadelphia, and it's 1860, and they kept the stuff. And Chris does a great job. Chris and Gigi do a great job of keeping the history and the story alive and going. I mean, they have their old liquor licenses up in the rafters. Right now, it's decorated for Halloween. So you have to look through the cobwebs and stuff, the, the, decor- the decorative cobwebs versus other cobwebs. These are, it's a very clean place. Chris is committed to cleanliness. Yes. Um, but the decorative cobwebs, you can see the old mugs, the old liquor licenses. They have a sign. Uh, they have an original sign from 1860 that used to hang out wow. the bar. Free- and we did a live show, phillyrestaurantreviews.com, food radio show section. We did a live show from McGillan's. I uh, just want to let everyone know today we're live from Oh Brother Philly 206 Market. We're taking all... Uh, COVID precautions, masks are up, we're six feet apart, uh, so we're doing this live from the restaurant. I saw something, Jim, that really impressed me, and then we're going to hear from our panel. we got a huge panel here. Uh, I'm seeing Tony Joe's House of Great Eats, and I'm, am I correct that you're, you can redeem your coupon for a $10 Tony Joe's gift card? You are absolutely- what is that about? I'm going to find out more when I go there. Tonight. Yeah, but because no, you, that's you, you amazing. Go, you go there, you purchase something, and, yeah, you get a uh, $10. I'm sure it'd be for your next visit. Right, right, right. But they, um, there again, it's, you know, again, I picked 12 places. I didn't want to, I, I didn't, I didn't want it to be Patch, Geno's, Jim, right, right. Steve, you know, just go right down the list of every, the places. You don't want to do knows. cliche play. You're teaching people where to go. Right, and these are places to go visit. Amigo Dan and I actually are actually double dating out to Tony Joe's tonight for dinner. <laughs> the reason Tony Joe's is February is because uh, Tony Joe's is a great, I call it, I call it Funka Delicious. Wow. Because it's a historic building. It was originally a house built in the eight, early 1800s. They've renovated it amazingly, and they've decorated it funky. Well, you can see right there in the picture. Amazing. Like, like they have SpongeBob's there. They have the, yeah, SpongeBob. Uh, Okay, and you guys, you guys can send me hate mail, but one of the best things about this calendar is that a lot of these places I've never heard of, and Tony Joe's is one of them. So if you have a cheesesteak aficionado like our guest eaters here in your family, buy the cheesesteak calendar. You're going to learn about some new places that you may not have known. Exactly, and that's the whole point of it. 
go out, get out of your comfort zone. I think that's one of the things I've realized in the last couple of years too, is that we all get caught up in our comfort zones and we all get up in our little worlds. You know, I, I had two kids, they both graduated from college now, but it's like when I, when I first started this thing four years ago, it's like, well, what do you like to do? It's like, I don't know. I've, I've been a dad for the last 25 years. Yeah. You know, I went to soccer fields every Saturday. I went to dance this night. And we get caught up in our worlds and we, we forget to go out and do something different. And that's, yeah, that's the whole point of it. And that's why I purposely spread them around. It's purposely stuff you can do. It's not just go get a cheesesteak or just order it and sit in front of your TV. Get up, go there. And, um, yeah, Tony Joe's, I'm really looking forward to that. I'll they tell you what. And, brewing, and um, the generosity of the coupon is amazing. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the places. It's funny because I was talking to my friend on the way up. He's like, dude, he goes, the bathrooms. How many bathrooms? How many cool bathrooms <laughs> have you seen? Tony Joe's is one of the places How that about I took that? a selfie in the bathroom. Because it is, it's, it's fucking delicious. Let's talk to our guest eaters. We're very appreciative that you guys came out today. Uh, what would you do, because you're, you're cheesesteak fans, what, what is the appeal to the calendar for you guys? What would you uh, like about the calendar? Yeah, so uh, I really pride myself on not paying retail with anything. Yeah. This Ralph Lauren shirt I'm wearing right now, I paid $8 for. Wow. The store. How about that? So paying, re- paying retail is for suckers. So when I met Dining on a Dime, <laughs> I knew we were going to be friends right away. Absolutely. So, Jim, you said the, the calendar's 20 bucks, right? Okay, so I'm a South Jersey guy. I saw the donkeys coupon in there. It's buy three, get the fourth one for Isn't free. Isn't that amazing? You just saved $10 right yeah. there. Yeah. So if you eat at only two of these places, you get your money back. You already got the value of the calendar. So uh, I was a little confused. Do I have to wait for November to go to Donkeys, or can I just show up and use it as many times as I like? How how exactly does the the coupon work? Oh, two thousand twenty-one. Oh, twenty-two. So you don't have to wait for the month. They don't expire to 2020. I'm going to go to Donkey's twice this week <laughs> right. and, and get the value of it. Uh, oh, it can only use it once. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not that generous. I go to Camden. I'm, yeah, I'm so do I. It's a little closer. Uh, Jim, I had a question for you. Uh, earlier you said, you know, we have an emotional connection to cheesesteaks. And obviously, you know, I'm a pizza guy. And most of the pizzerias that I go to, they're just people that are participating. You know, there's a lot of pizzerias that are not changing the game. They're really just looking to serve the local zip code, deliver a $14 cheese pizza to your house in 20 minutes. And they're just kind of participating. They're not changing the game. And for me, what I see is like when you talked about emotional connection, when, it's a, when the guy who owns that pizzeria is a community man and he yes. knows the people that are coming in and you have that emotional attachment, I almost started to cry. I think about one of the first pizza places that I loved growing up that we don't have anymore that was sold and the emotional connection I had to that, you know, being eight years old and walking by and getting a free can of soda because here's this eight-year-old coming again. Uh, So I thought that was really, really cool. Now, my question for you is whenever I go to a pizza place, I just get a plain cheese slice of pizza. If you can't execute the basics, I don't care about any other toppings. I don't care about the specialty stuff that you do. Can you make a slice of cheese pizza? So when you go to a cheesesteak place for the first time, do you kind of follow a baseline sort of protocol when you go? Do you order the same thing? I want to hear more about that. It's, it, that just came up recently. When I first started the adventure, I was, I was hardcore American. I would order, when I first started, I would, do this, I would order the same thing. And I stuck to that because I, I had the um, spreadsheet, the, 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 the grading system. Five categories, 20 points each, 20 category for 100-point score. 
And so I stuck very closely to American cheese, fried onions, mushrooms, lettuce, and tomato. Wow. I would catch a lot of grief for the lettuce and yeah, tomato. I but I would do that to um, freshness. Yeah. Like you can hide, yeah. you know, you can uh, a roll. You can toast, you know, if, you're, if a roll's maybe a day old, you can toast it. You can put yeah. something on it. Yeah, you can hide stuff. Um, so the lettuce and tomato were for um, freshness. Yeah. You know, because before, when I was eating cheesesteaks recreationally, I would always, I usually went for a pizza stick. Um, so less tomatoes were new to me too. So people give me a hard time. Be like, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I'm not liking it. I'm doing this for you, but um, no one seemed to care about that. People no, I think it's brilliant. Care about me as much as I, I, I got to be honest with you. I think that's brilliant because anyone can hide the freshness of the roll. I mean, I was defending you all over the place because lettuce and tomato. If it's brown, guess what? Maybe that roll ain't, ain't new. Maybe that meat's been sitting in that freezer for three years. You don't know. Uh, so you look at the lettuce and tomato to see freshness. And when I explained that to everybody, they actually got it. But you do get a lot of flack for that. But it's brilliant because the only way I can tell if that cheesesteak that I'm looking at right there is fresh is if I order some kind of vegetable and then I look at the vegetable. If it's brown lettuce, maybe that roll ain't that uh, fresh. So I think it's brilliant. Or the mushrooms. I, right. I, I, like I told you yesterday, because you've known me for we've known each other oh, for yeah, a while. long I'm still, time. I'm still I'm, I'm a little hurt every time you're surprised at my greatness. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jim was able to swing. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. In my opinion, the French onion cheesesteak from here is one of the top ten I've ever had. It's fantastic. It tastes like a French onion soup, but on a cheesesteak. It's delicious. Oh yeah, this you know brother, but they've been open uh, just to, I guess two years, two years now, yeah. and um, yeah, they came out of the gate swinging, and they they're right here in the old city. Right on market, second to market. And yeah, they do a great job. 206 I, mark. I love this from the beginning. Um, but the freshness is a less tomato, and I stuck very closely to rub my grading system. Now that I've been doing it, and now, I've, now I feel like I've gotten some cheesesteak credit, that um, if, if I go in somewhere and I can, you know, if I go to the corner pizza shop, you know, they're probably not doing something extreme over the top. But so, but I get the, um, I get the special. Like now, if I go to a place, whatever the house special is, if you have a, you know, if you have an old brother special, give it to me. If you have, you know, Bob's Pizza special, I'll take it. Um, but no, the, the 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 core the core of the adventure, um, fried onions, mushrooms, lettuce and tomato. Um, I, and I've been so, but no, I've been mixing it up. If it seems nice, or someone tells me. Try the pizza steak, or try the Royale, or try something. I'll get it. And also, if they have their special, I'll grab that too. I actually had a question, kind of piggybacking off that. Sure. Um, so, I've only done like probably 20, 20 plus, twenty five places so far this summer, um, and I try to stick to Whiz With uh, exclusively. And the reason I decided to do that was I didn't know how to uh, how to equate different cheesesteaks that use like different ingredients different types of cheese uh whether they put you you weren't sure about the combo and yeah. you don't want to spend 15 bucks right well, it, and, and not, not that i think it would be bad i know it's going to be good it's a right. cheesesteak i mean it, it, it's hard to eat a cheesesteak that i'm not going to enjoy but it's like for instance uh like it's tough for me to, to honestly rate a place like john's roast pork okay when they don't offer whiz uh, like, how do i compare a, a, a cheesesteak from angelo's that uses whiz to uh, to a cheesesteak at John's Roast Pork with provolone. It's a totally different sandwich. Um, so I guess, how have you kind of uh, countered that, or how have you kind of uh, come to terms with how to equate those two things? 
I just direct people to the Philadelphia Inquirer article from January 15th, 2020, that says that I'm the authority. <laughs> and that they just have to do whatever I say. Um, no, but that's a great point. Well, what goes about the art thing, too, is when I started this, I mean, I knew there was different kind of cheeses, and I knew there was some really stinky cheeses out there, but I never really knew the difference between cheese. It wasn't until I really went up to um, Meatheads and got the dripping steak, June, and um, they had provolone on there. How about that? And I was like, holy mackerel, this provolone really changes the, the complexion of the, the cheese steak. It's a really a different cheese. Um, I also fell in love with provolone. It became my recreational cheese. But you're right, it is hard. And that's why I do the five categories. Um, you know, because it can make up for the difference. And you just kind of, you just kind of, because the other thing too is like if I have a cheese or if there's something on it I don't like, you know, like I prefer chopped. You know, I grew up in the suburbs. Okay. So my cheese eggs were chopped. So when I first started eating the non chopped ones, I'm like, well, these stink. You know, yeah. so it's hard, even there, it's hard to grade. It's like, well, all right, well, it's not my preference, but. It does have a good flavor. It does have it. does add to it. You know, with the cheese, cheese is a little bit easier to do that with because you know cheese needs for a good cheesesteak in my mind. Cheese needs to touch everything. You know, it needs to be mixed in. It needs to be part of it. Can't be thrown in afterwards. Right. So there's definitely there's pieces of it that you there's pieces of it that you can compare apples to apples, cheese to cheese. And then there's just the other part of it where you guys say, all right, well, you know what? I tried this cheese. I don't like it. But, you know, sharp provolone. You know, all right, well, if you don't, this cheese, you know, I like sharp provolone now. So if it's on there and I can taste it and it's going through everything, I'm loving that cheesesteak. But I have to remind myself to say, well, if you don't like sharp provolone, right. you're not going to like this because sharp provolone is prevalent. Yeah. And it's. I think that's kind of the beautiful thing about cheesesteaks is that it's everyone's preference. I mean, I'm sure you've had cheesesteaks where, like, this, you know, maybe they're in, like, your top ten ratings of all time, and you get people messaging you, oh, this this other place is way better than that place. It's like, that's the thing. It's everyone, you know, well, the cheesesteak argument is one of the fun things about being the Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure, right? Absolutely. And I think well, that's, all, that's also the other thing. I think that's going to be my thing for 2021 is uh, do we prefer what Philadelphia's – rather argue about cheesesteaks or eat cheesesteaks. Right. Because, yeah, in, in the beginning when people would be like, well, what's your favorite? They're really, I found out they were asking me just so they could argue with me. Right. And trying to tell me why theirs was the best. Themselves. Exactly. So it's definitely, it's, it's definitely a personal preference. And that also goes back to why my very first, when I very first met you, Kevin, was my first best of list. You know, I Which I love. 20, yeah. Yeah. Really. Had, it's yeah, really good. Goes twenty different categories. Yeah, you know, again, I don't want to just sit there and list, you know, because if you just say, "Oh, here's my favorite," you know, past Genos, and there's going to be, you know, there's well, a third of the argument is going to be, "No, I like past better than Genos." Right. You know, that's a third of the argument. Then the other ones, well, it depends where you live. Yeah. You know, it's almost you can tell in Philly, in the city, you can always tell where someone grew up because it's, they like Steve's or they like Lake Phillips. And how many times have you heard Delosandro? Exactly. <laughs> Not as often though. Lately. Oh, I'm really? Surprised. But yeah. the. Um, yeah, so it's very personal preference, and I got that a lot, that you don't know what you're talking about. But that's, a, that's why my best of list was 20 different categories. What are you in the mood for? What are you doing today? Where do you want to be? Well, one of my absolute favorites, well, it's funny, I have two stories about that, but one of my favorites, uh, um, Ugly Oyster Trapped House, Reading, 
Uh, see, who has heard of that? I love this. They have peanuts on their cheesesteaks. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I w- exactly. Well, 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 you already expressed your love for me. So, we're, <laughs> so I can understand why you would have a peanut. <laughs> the, I went into it. Was, it was late. Actually, it wasn't late, but it was, I guess it was wintertime. But I got up to, by the time I got to Reading, I was tired and cranky. I'm 57. I get tired and cranky easy, according to Carol, but I don't think she's right. But the, um, I was up, got, up to, got up to Reading. I knew I had to stop for a cheesesteak. I didn't win one that day. So I'm like, I, I found this place. Someone had told me about it. Someone had told me about it. I saw my go-to list. It, like we were talking earlier about have I run out of places. Yeah. No, I have a go-to list with 298 places on it to get. How about that? That doesn't even just count the local pizza shop. Um, so I, uh, I go to Ugly Oyster Draft House in Reading. The, the, the first piece of good news was I went to put money in the parking meter, and it said, after 6 p.m., parking free, courtesy of, <laughs> of Reading. Right. I'm like, oh, I love Reading. But I go in, and for whatever reason, I was having a tough time. Well, first off, it's nautical. Reading, you don't think nautical. Right. Walking, it's nautical. And I go to the bar, and for some reason, I was having a tough time deciding what I wanted to drink. I needed Matt with me. But so I'm looking, and I'm, 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 I'm talking to the bartender, and she's, she's kind of laughing at me. And... Um, Finally, I settled on a beer, and then I, I said to her, I said, oh, I said, can I also have a menu? She's like, sure. She hands me a menu, and I look on it, and it says, peanuts, 75 cents. There's <laughs> an add-on for the cheesesteak, but, but big. I'm like, <laughs> I called her over. I'm like, look, I said, I, said, I, I apologize for tipping tough time uh, picking what I wanted to drink. I said, I'm really sorry I did. I said, I didn't mean to upset you. I said, but you didn't need to give me a fake menu. She's like, what are you talking about? I said, nobody puts peanuts on a cheesesteak. I said, you, I said, I'm very sorry we were off on the wrong foot. She's like, no, no, no. She goes, we put peanuts on our cheesesteak. I couldn't do that. I'm like, you can't do that. She's like, no. She goes, she goes, I didn't like it either. She goes, when she first started working, she goes, I didn't like it either. She goes, I thought they were crazy also. She goes, I always told them not to put my peanuts on my cheesesteak. She goes, one night, I just figured they knew. So I didn't say no, no peanuts. They put the peanuts on it. She says, I don't need them any any differently now. She has peanuts every time. And it's... Um, How yeah. about that? Wait, you liked it? Loved it. Really? Loved it. It wasn't like... I can't think... I can't feel it. I would think the cheese point. would overpower the peanut flavor. Yeah. Good point. Plain peanut, a honey roasted, or like like Schneider's... What kind of cheese did they pair it yeah. with because you can get a nutty cheese? All good points. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All very good points. It's a bigger violation than <laughs> right, <laughs> but I couldn't imagine. Yeah, it's a they they cook them in a sauce. They're like sautéed. They're like sautéed peanuts. Um, so they're not they're not crunchy. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Okay, so they're firm. Right. So you know you you know you've bitten into a cheesesteak. Gotcha. But it's not that snappy crack taste. Um, they're they're great. They blend it in perfectly, and it goes back to like yeah, you can get a nutty cheese. How do you pair it? It was one of those things that they've done it long enough. They know how to make it blend in. It's it's it, the peanut worked marvelously. How about that with the um, cheesesteak? And it's funny because it's like you, I saw you guys looking at April. Yes, Peter and Sons with a pret- soft pretzel, which you know, is beautiful. Yeah, because like with the peanut, like you, we've eaten peanuts. Yeah, you, know, you take a handful of peanuts, you put them in your mouth. You know what they're going. You, you know what you're going to get. You've had a cheesesteak. You know what you're going to get. You put them together, completely different. 
The same with Peter and Sons, the, the soft pretzel and the cheesesteak. You look at it, you're like... It's a pretzel bun, right? The, pre the pretzel is the bun. Well, how about that? Pretzel sliced in half. And so you look at it, and you're like, I've eaten a million soft pretzels. Right. I've eaten a million cheesesteaks. Right. I know what this is going to taste like. Don't taste anything like it. How about that? The pairing of, the pairing of stuffs is... And I guess like the saltiness of the pretzel actually would combine well with the meat, right? It combines to make a completely different taste. That's like if I have any guest eaters that might be chemical engineers. Right. Please, come <laughs> along. Help, me help, help decipher these mysteries of the cheesesteak world. And let's talk a little. Let's get a little bit into cheesesteaks themselves. Okay. All right. Uh, is the peanuts the weirdest combo you've had? Or have you seen weirder stuff that people are doing with cheesesteaks? Weird. Like unique. Unique, yeah. I mean, it's probably the uniquest. I mean, well, a lot of people are doing egg rolls now. Okay. Uh, there's a place up in Levittown that does a great cheesesteak cheese egg steak, roll. Well, it does a great cheesesteak. It's like a huge egg roll. Um, a deep fried. There's a couple places that have had the deep fried cheesesteak. Um, that, but they're kind of like a deep, they're like a, just a big egg roll. You know, you have a place like Gall & Company with a kielbasa. That's in two blocks from my apartment. Yeah, good. You have a couple, um, you know, a couple of corned beef. You know, um, Steve, Steve somebody, some, a Jewish deli up in the Northeast, and I'm saying that because that's their name. Um, they have their Jewish cheesesteak. I think it's... Um, and it has corned beef, beef mixed? Corn I, beef. I love it. I, uh, the Witter Wadowski is what you're talking about yes. at Gall & Company. And it's like kielbasa chopped up into the cheesesteak. And it really brings out a lot of flavor. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the, nothing overly unique. I mean, the, the pretzel bun. Um, yeah, people try with their different sauces. It's funny. I've, you know, J. Cole, our, our uh, master, master. You know, I've gotten a little bit creative about trying to get different things together. You know, I'm surprised more people don't have um, the, the grilled cheese cheesesteaks. You know, because a lot of cheesesteaks, my, probably my biggest overall concern of the cheesesteak world is you know lack of cheese right you know it's half the name is cheesesteak and so the grilled cheese you know get a lot of a lot of the cheese in there um but yeah off the top of my head probably the peanut deep fried you've had broccoli rob right on there broccoli rob i love a cheesecake italiano I yeah get a lot of grief for that sauteed spinach but then it because those it goes back to cheeses, and all of a sudden I'm learning about cheeses. Right. Who knew I freaking right. I'd learn about cheeses? You're um, like you could work at the Brunos. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. Well, it's funny because people call me up. They're like, "Hey, I want I want to make my own cheesesteak. What kind of meat should I use? What kind of yeah, should I use?" I'm like, absolutely. "I have no idea." I said, "I'm an end, <laughs> I'm an end user." Right. Said, yeah. Said, you can make it. I'll eat it, and I'll tell you if I like it or not. I said, That's and I'll tell you what: a lot of listeners at home right now are probably saying to themselves. How many traditionalists have you met? I mean, there are people that are just, boom, it has to be meat. Boom, it has to be cheese. Boom, it has to be uh, sautéed onion. There are a lot of people that are traditionalists. They don't want you messing with the cheesesteak. They don't like Jim putting lettuce and tomato on the cheesesteak. Uh, you're obviously not a traditionalist. Well, you know, it's, it's, I, I equate it to the, uh, the car, the automobile. Yeah, yeah. Cars used to come... With a seat, a steering wheel, and four tires. Right now, you can get power windows, you can get air conditioning, you can get roll, you can get power windows, power brakes, power steering. So yeah, I'm not gonna go to a car dealership and say strip everything off my right. car. You know, granted, yes, there are some places. And I'm sure when I post this show, we're gonna have a lot of comments from traditionalists. Oh, uh, the hate mail just started. Yeah, the hate mail is starting to come already. They, um, <laughs> 
granted, some places, yes, they have a phenomenal. A couple of places I've been to where I'm like, Dottillo's, that's up by you. Uh, Dottillo's in the Northeast, uh, Ron and uh, Bustleton, yeah, the they, best. And it's uh, they have a meatball sandwich, homemade, five bucks. But it's really good. Their cheesesteak. Don't mess with their cheesesteak. Because it's top of the line. Top of the line meat, top of the line roll. Get whatever cheese you'd like, some fried onions. Yeah, that's a cheesesteak. Don't mess with it. But, you know, the other, side of the, the other side of that argument is, excuse me, if you go to a steakhouse, you're going to get a side of caramelized onions and some sautéed onions. Helps bring out the flavor of the meat. Maybe a side of garlic bread. So if you go to a good place... Why not get mushrooms on your cheesesteak? You know, if you're a traditionalist and you want to really bring out that flavor, a good sautéed mushroom is going to bring out that flavor. And I've seen you complain. A lot of people do not sauté the mushrooms enough. I've seen you complain about that. That is one of my biggest complaints, especially it's, uh, yes, you go to some pizza places. They don't keep it on the grill long enough. Yeah, they, they, if you're going to put them on there, they got to spend some time with the meat and the onions. and Let it marry. Gotta, everybody's got to... Get to know each other, hang out on the grill. <laughs> you know, cause it goes back to the lettuce and tomato. Yeah. I didn't put lettuce and tomato on my cheesesteaks. I don't even crunchy on my cheesesteak. Right. And if you go to a steakhouse, it's a sauteed onion. It's not raw, it's not crunchy, it's sauteed nicely. And so, yeah, I want my sauteed onion sauteed and not crunchy like lettuce and tomato. And all the information we're giving you today is found philadelphiacheesteakadventure.com. You can order this great calendar, which is going to save you money. You're going to get your money back just by using two coupons, you know, for the, you know, for the price of the calendar. You just go to two places to use those coupons. And uh, Jim has his best of list on the website also, correct? Best of list. I have two different best of lists. You know, one from two years ago, last year. Best of lists are on there. Calendar's on there. Events you and I went to. Yes, me and him attended. What my website's a little cumbersome. Sometimes you have to search for things a little bit. Um, that's because I am my web designer. So, uh, <laughs> so if it looks like a third grader put it together, it's because I have third grade website skills. And you also write articles for phillybite.com, right? Post, post articles on phillybite. Really, the best place, the easiest place to search myself, I would think, if I was trying to find my stuff, when I look for my stuff, I go to YouTube because you have the best YouTube channel. Thank you. But I start everything off on my YouTube. Well, I have a YouTube channel, Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure. But anything I post, I post Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure at Steve's Pizza. Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure at Wino Bar Opening. And let's touch on that because he has the very best YouTube channel because I can see where he's at and I can physically see the cheesesteak. Now, when you're a foodie like us, I have like 600 restaurants on my website. Uh, it gets to the point where you can imagine, where you can imagine by visually seeing food, uh, and that's what's great about his YouTube channel, is that when you watch his YouTube channel, you're physically seeing the sandwich, and then you can say, hey, you know what, I don't know if I would like that roll. You know what, what I mean, Jim? I mean, it's really a brilliant thing, because I've seen a lot of, I've seen most of your videos with the uh, Dos Amigos, right? Yes. And i got to be honest with you. The reason I watch your YouTube channel is because I'm visualizing. I can look at the roll just from eating all the food I've eaten, and I can pretty much tell you if I'm going to like that roll or not going to like that roll. So his YouTube channel is excellent. Well, it goes back to uh, a million little things. Yeah. Because it talked about, we were talking, Harry and I were talking about earlier about that when I started out, 
there was a lot of selfies. I have a whole lot of pictures of myself holding cheesesteaks next to my face, making every different kind of face I thought I could make. And actually, it's funny. You can see, yeah, I can see on the back of the uh, We were on the calendar. I did. On the back of my calendar, I did an ode to my selfie pictures. And I'm, uh, I literally, I literally, because when I was putting the calendar together and I was contacting places, they're like, oh, no, come on up and take pictures with us. I'm like, I'm like, look, everybody's seen my face enough. (laughs) I I do enough self-publicity. But um, a friend of mine told me, he told me, he's like, nobody wants to see you. They want to see the cheesesteak. So we don't get bathroom selfies anymore? <laughs> if, it's a really, if it's a really good bathroom. If, if he a, finds a good bathroom, this is not a joke. If he finds a good bathroom, he does a selfie in the bathroom. I still do, I still do my science. I still do a science <laughs> selfie. So I do still do start every video with a picture of me. Right. If I see a good bathroom, oh, yeah, I'm taking a picture. That's of hysterical. Um, but, no, I, my friend told me, he's like, turn the freaking camera around. We want to see the cheesesteak. And then, like you said, too, the video, I think, gives you a better concept of size. You know, you can take a picture. Well, Amherst can talk about that. Yeah, she knows about you know, it. You can do, she can take anything and make it look wonderful with her camera angles and lighting. But when you have a YouTube video, you can't, you know what I mean? You can't well, touch you, it up. Right. So you have the video. I can hold it. You get used to seeing the sides of my hands so you know how. You know, if it's you know, because I do that sometimes, hold them together and stuff. And your stories that you tell are absolutely hysterical. I mean, when you when you talk about where you're at, it's like watching a comedy show. Amherst Pollock, food photo journalist. Let's uh, have some questions for Jim. I actually wanted to ask you um, because I think we touched on this, but I I, I blanked out because I was too busy taking photos. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, what does the calendar benefit other than you know the restaurants with the coupons, people going in and being able to order the food? What does the whole calendar benefit? Me. the calendar benefits me keeps me out there eating we do a dollar from every calendar sale is going to go we uh, it's like yeah yeah. that's that's the i was hoping that's what i was hoping that's that's what i was that's what i was hoping but it's funny because it goes back to talking to a friend of mine i said oh yeah somebody i said a dollar from every sale is going to go to a a philadelphia charity and i'm like (laughs) I had leukemia, so I'm like, you know, I'm going to give some to leukemia. I like veterans. I give some to veterans. You know, I, you know Phil Bunce does a great job, Phil Bonnets. I started naming all these places, and he's like, dude, you're going to sell five calendars. That $5 isn't <laughs> going to go very far. So there's definitely going to be a gift, hopefully to a lot of places, you know, but I don't, yeah, like, I don't want to give a dollar to five different places. But um, definitely a, a dollar from every sale will go to a Philadelphia-based Charity, uh, order of preferences, uh, leukemia, children, veterans, fill abundance, and then, you know, see how much we have. You know, if, it's, if it is 20 bucks, well, it's going to, it's going to leukemia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no matter what, every, every dollar counts. But, you know, hopefully we'll entice people with the photos and with hearing about all of the adventures that you've had and the fact that they can eat their way through the calendar um, along with you uh, that, you know, it'll, it'll strum up more sales and that, you know, you'll have more interest, especially with the coupons. Like, you can't go wrong with the coupons. Absolutely. It's like you're saying that, you know, three cheese, if you eat three cheesesteaks in the next two years, <laughs> take the coupon, you, you, you pay for the calendar. So, um, no, we hope it does. That's, yeah, yeah, the adventure. You know, the whole adventure started to get out and do different things and not just do the same old go to a movie, go to dinner and go home or go drink all night at a bar. Um, not that I'm opposed to that. <laughs> the, um, but it was to do different things. And that's one of the funny things, too. It's Kevin, 
mentioned Dos Amigos. You know, Amigo Dan, you know, is skeptical. Skeptical. So, you know, well, how many different cheesesteaks are there? What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean go out and eat a cheesesteak once a week? We, I, uh, I'm too busy. I don't want to do that. Yeah. How, how often do you eat cheesesteaks? Oh, two out of three days. I gave a nice, I, uh, I had to make a, because my, my very first official cheesesteak was June 16th, uh, 2018. So I did my best of lifts after the first year. And then as, as coming around the second year, I'm like, June 16th is a bad year to start my year. So I, I made a push the second half of last year to get to 500 by the end of last year. So I'm on pace right now for 250 cheesesteaks this year. And then that will put me on pace for to hit 1,000 a year and a half from now. Oh, wow. Um, but, yeah, that's two, and a half, two, hour, two every three days. And, uh, that, yeah, that, that's, it's, that's and a, comfortable, it's a comfortable pace. <laughs> and I, I, do you have a, a nice uh, rapport with your doctor because you're eating all these cheesesteaks? <laughs> well, it's luckily my guy. Uh, my doctor's my uh, my wife's boyfriend, and he's like, "Oh, keep eating them. You're fine." <laughs> <laughs> he encourages <laughs> it. Exactly. You haven't eaten enough today. Have you had one yet today? Like, I go for a nine o'clock appointment, nine a.m. appointment. Have you had your cheesecake yet? Here, have one. I brought you one. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny because I when I post a picture, like, because you know my cheat days are poke bowl or salad works. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it's like I, I I post my cheat day. I'm like, oh, a cheat day and a big salad, and everybody's like. Just laughing at the, you know. <laughs> I'm looking at your calendar, and I'm just blown away by, first, the variety of cheesesteak places that you have on here. I just saw one in Phoenixville. You know, we talked about it earlier. But the coupons, once again, are incredible. There's a great spot in South Philly that I've been to called Charlie's Roast Pork. You said it was one of your favorites. Top tradition. That's my favorite traditional cheesesteak. And it's in South Philly. How many of you guys are going to buy cheesesteaks before you go to the game? Well, they're giving you two large cheesesteaks and get one free. That's a significant savings because if I'm buying a couple to take to the Eagles game, I mean, that saves me some money. That's pretty good. The coupons in here are fantastic. Uh, how long did it take you to get this calendar together? Then we're going to go to Matt Marite with some questions. It's, it took me a lot longer than I thought it would. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's, I was surprised at how, how much work it was. I probably, I, the, the original idea, I probably started talking to people about it back in June. And again, it goes back to, it's, it's funny because my dad was in sales and his twin brother was a corporate person. And my dad would give my uncle a hard time about having focus groups. And oh, now, okay. And now I'm so happy I Uber drive because I have a focus group in my back seat every day. And... Um, so, yeah, the original calendar, this calendar looks much different than what I thought it was going to look like back in June. But, yeah, June, and I really, uh, the last couple of weeks of August was really pretty much uh, a couple of weeks of just full day. Following about up that? phone calls, looking at pictures, cropping pictures, making sure they fit, changing the layout so you're not looking at the same layout yeah. every time. Um, and it's the, the other thing is, too, is uh, I took most of the pictures. Oh, okay. They're and, nice um, pictures. Thanks. It was. It is. It, and I actually went back to one of the, one of the places, Wilson's. Um, Wilson's in May. Wilson's Secret Sauce. Right. He was one of the original people I went to. So I love Wilson's Secret Sauce. Their barbecue is phenomenal. We're actually on there Saturday. We're going to be there. Um, nice. But I went. He was one of the original places I went to, and I have my my first layout oh. that I took to show him what I wanted to do. And then after I went to everybody else, I went back to him. 
And I'm like, oh, look, wow. I said, I'm like, we need to fix your page. He goes, well, what do you mean? He goes, I liked <laughs> it. I said, I know. I said, but I've done every other month. So now I'm, I've gotten a little better at it. I can set them up a little bit better. And um, so he's like, oh, yeah, we need to fix my month. So we, we took new pictures of it because just from six, three months, I'm not real happy with Hog Island. I, I really wish I would have gotten a better background of that one. But right. yeah, no, taking them all and having to go back to make sure we got them right like that, like that dead space up there. I suppose you can see the signs there. Okay, so in a nutshell, not only do you get the incredible coupons, you're going to get your money back by uh, two of the, using two of these coupons, but you're also donating to charity. So a lot of people like to give back. Uh, this is a great way to give your favorite cheesesteak person a beautiful gift and give back to the community because Jim's going to donate money from your purchase to charities. Believe it or not, there are a lot of people that are into that. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I think we're all, we're all givers. I mean, it's um, but the the, the art part two of the why it's the must have gift of the yeah, year. Yeah, I believe so. Think about how many people you buy a gift card for. Yeah, or a coworker or a cousin, and you're like, oh god, what am I going to get that? And this is a treasure, a, a, a you know something that you're going to have forever. This is great. I'm, I I told Carol. I said we're gonna. I said twenty five years from now we're we're gonna be watching Pawn. So I'm gonna get a phone call from Pawn Stars because <laughs> somebody brought in one of my calendars and they how about find that? Out how many there were and if it's original or not. All right, Matt Maratea, alcohol expert. Like <laughs> Matt Maratea, alcohol expert. Your questions for Jim Pappas. Yes. My questions today a little more cheesesteak oriented. Um, first off, is one of those traditionalists that you don't seem to like so much. I'm a classic provolone wit guy. Right. That's you know where my heart is. It's what I started with. It's hard for me to break away from that sometimes. Now I've learned to expand, and I enjoy all types of cheesesteaks now. I've grown as a person. But on this calendar, I see some pretty crazy, almost circus-style sandwiches. How do you get those to fit into the rankings? I'm set like a, on the very first page. We got pickles right on top of the cheesesteak. <laughs> or later, the, the pretzel bun cheesesteak, which is a former pretzel professional, I say is, is a little much sometimes. No, I'm, I'm thinking that's going to be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so I really, I looked at that and I was like, I, I think that pretzel cheesesteak looks <laughs> delicious. It, it, they should get bonus points for creativity. That yeah, yeah absolutely. So, Aramis, you're wrong. Amorous. <laughs> Amorous, sorry. You're wrong. The, um, well, it goes back to Harrier's point earlier that it's yeah there's a little there's there's wiggle room in the scoring and it's got to be you know the other four categories line up perfectly and then, then it comes down to a little bit hey well first off if you don't like soft pretzels you're not going to like it <laughs> and, and so the, right off the bat you're going to you know the, oh, someone's not going to like it there's definitely some I don't know if there's carnival or circus atmosphere. The pretzel, the, the pickles on top, but it also goes back to the different areas of the of the region. Up in that area, the Lehigh Valley area, they use a softer roll. It's more like a bread. And um, a lot of those places have their own special sauce up there. You know, almost all of the places up there put sauce on it. Um, and it's funny how people like different places up there by the degree of heat of that local place's sauce. So yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely the personal aspect of it. There's definitely when it comes down to doing the review of it. Hey, if you don't like pretzels, you're not gonna like it. Uh, if you don't like pickles, you're not gonna like it. 
Um, but it also goes back to if that's what that place serves, that's what I'm going to review. And if that's what that area is used to, that's what we're going and, to get. And let's talk about this is the perfect time of year to buy this because how many people are going out to eat for the Eagles game? You know what I mean? You get the cheesesteak before, you bring it with you. I mean, this is the exact time you want to get this calendar. And I'm looking right here, right at O Brother 206 Market, where we're doing the show from. You can buy two cheesesteaks and get two free regular fries and two sodas. So you're getting a whole meal uh, with the coupon. Right. And they're right here on market. They have plenty of seating. You know, yeah, tons of in, seating. And they have the outside seating. So if you're down here at the... Tons of outside seating. you got plenty of room to have the meal, to sit down and have the meal, you know, versus a pizza shop where it's, um, you know, takeout only. Okay. Uh, my <laughs> next, next question is... Uh, we've seen you've gone all the way out to Reading. You've hit Delaware. You've got up to Meatheads, which was one of my favorite spots in college. Um, what's next? Are, are we going to do a cheesesteak tour of the shore? Is that coming up on the bend? Where is there left to go? How far are you going to expand your borders? Very good. Turn their microphones off, would you, Kevin? No, take <laughs> <laughs> the. Um, well, I wish you followed me more closely because we've done two beach tours. No, it's definitely the beach tours come into play. I've been down there twice, you know. But all of a sudden, that becomes nine cheesesteaks in three days, and by the ninth one, because there's been a lot of beer involved in that also. So by the ninth one, they might not get the fairish rating either. Um, but that also goes. You know, it's funny too because. You know, how cranky am I? You know, I get to some places I'm starving. That cheesesteak might not have a chance to get a good grade because I'm already in a bad mood. So it's all subjective. But the uh, what's next? Um, definitely sure stuff. No, we're going to stay in the area. Yeah, I, I, people ask me, you know, like, well, what's your best cheesesteak you've gotten out of the area? It's like, I, I, if I'm in Baltimore, I'm getting craps. If I'm Chicago, I'm getting a pizza. If I'm here, I'm getting seafood. You know, it goes back to earlier to question about you know, if, if this place has a special, if you have a signature dish, I'm probably getting your signature dish. Mm-hmm. You know, I go to a lot of restaurants, and I'm like, I don't even look at the menu. I'm like, whatever you have, whatever's your best, whatever you make the best, I'll take it. Would you ever be interested in challenging on social media the cheesesteak um, places that you've eaten at before, or even ones that you haven't been to, to create the craziest cheesesteak that they can come up with? to please your palate no <laughs> the it's what's because it's funny because i went to a place in delaware a pizza shop and it's i just popped in it was you know just regular prima's pizza side of the road popped in and we must have done a mind melt because he made my cheesesteak exactly the way i would make my cheesesteak if i knew how to make it it was just chopped <laughs> it was just chopped perfectly to my size mouth cheese was everywhere it was all, yeah, no, it was all just perfectly blended. So I'm actually kind of a, I, I really don't need crazy. I'm kind of simple. I'm 58, 57. Don't date myself. Don't give myself an extra hour, year. But, um, yeah, no, I'm kind of, I, I don't need crazy. I'll try crazy. I don't mind it. And, um, you yeah, know, to further on Matt's point, too, yeah, no, staying in the area. Um, you know, maybe something with March Madness. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do more of the, uh the tournament-style cheesesteak eating, maybe? That might be in our future. 
Maybe. I might have the website already was saved, but, you know, who knows? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, guest eaters, what would you like to talk to Jim about? Uh, I actually had a question uh, related to the, the previous couple questions, and, and I know you were talking about um, how you said, like, if you were in Baltimore, you'd get crabs. If you were in Chicago, you'd get pizza. Um, and how you don't, you don't really feel the need to try cheesesteaks in areas that's not Philadelphia, greater area, greater Philadelphia area. Um, I went to college in, I guess, like central New Jersey, New Brunswick at Rutgers. I guess I consider that North Jersey. They're all New York sports fans, so that's North Jersey. Uh, and I've tried cheesesteaks there, and they're not good. Um, they're not even close to as good as here. <laughs> and I always thought that was kind of surprising because pizza is also kind of like that culty food where, you know, people are very in love with their spot. And, but I, in my experience, you can get good pizza in Philly, New Jersey, New York, because that general northeast area has good dough. Um, and I feel like that's what really sets that food apart in the general Northeast from everywhere else. Why do you think that hasn't translated to cheesesteaks? Why are we the only area that has great cheesesteaks when, I mean, theoretically, somewhere in New York could make great cheesesteaks because uh, the dough, I feel like, is the hardest thing to, to come by. You can, you can buy good cheese. Uh, but why, why, are, why, do we, why do we dominate kind of uh, cheesesteak market? I think, I, think, I think because we want to. Yeah, the water is the, the answer that comes up all the time. That you can't get the right kind of roll. I mean, I definitely see places around the country. Like, there's a place in Atlanta, Dave's. There's actually a place in uh, Hoboken I, I'm looking forward to trying. I mean, they're definitely out there. I just think it's, I, I really just think it's because they don't want to. You know, if they tried. It's a delicious sandwich, so they, they should. They should have some time in it. Well, I actually lived in New York for like seven years. I couldn't find a good cheesesteak. I mean, I'm not bad mouth. I'm just saying I couldn't. Well, it was more like a roast beef type of thing. Oh, we could walk down the street. I could probably find ten people that say, "Oh, the pork sandwich should be the Philadelphia yeah, sandwich." Right. You know? So it's and the, the difference between the lot of times I get, you know, the worst cheesesteak I had on the adventure, the top three worst cheesesteaks I had on the adventure was just because people didn't care. You know, the one they just put way too much oil on the grill. The other one, the grill person wasn't paying attention and left a huge chunk of fat in there. So it comes down to caring and wanting to a lot. I think. That's, I think. That's just what it comes to. And let's talk about your media exposure. Jim wrote his best of list, correct? Yes. And next thing you know, the Inquirer, Philadelphia Inquirer caught on. You did uh, New Jersey. You were in New Jersey on the, Jersey the newspapers there. He exploded. Uh, I saw him on Good Day. I was actually uh, working on my laptop, and I look up, and it's Jim Pappas on Good Morning or Good Day Philadelphia. So talk about your experience doing that. Uh, what was the highlight? Uh, for you? Well, they all stopped calling. (laughs) You were a novelty for like three weeks. The the whole reason for the calendar is because no one's called me. (laughs) um, But you've been on every local big-time media. The the most fun was 6ABC Localish. And it started out as just an online feature for them. I think they run it now on Saturday or Sunday mornings. But yeah, six A B, it is. It's like F Y I. Right. Right. So that six A B C localish. Uh, a young woman came out. She had just graduated from Temple, and um, we spent a couple hours together, a couple places. Picked up a rider. We got lucky. We picked up a rider because she went at the whole effect. You know, picking up a rider, talking to them, going for the cheesesteak. The rider was great, and. Um, she put together a piece and a half. She took, she, 
I'm watching that story going, holy mackerel, I want to meet that guy. Wow. <laughs> the way she right. pieced it together. And you did a lot of print good. also, print exposure. The, yeah, the print, though, they, they really don't call you. Oh, really? Yeah, they just write the story up and do whatever they want. Channel 29 was fun. I thought 20, I thought, I'm thinking Channel 29. I'm thinking I'm going to go in early and go to makeup and they're going to dress <laughs> me. And, you know, sir, you know, I'm waiting for the, like a, you know, th- for them to ask me what I went in the green room when I arrived. And yeah, that was, that, that was not that at all. <laughs> it was. Well, and if you moved, if you used to live in Philadelphia, you moved around the country. We're talking about the local news show. But it was interesting to see you on there. You highlighted your best cheesesteaks on that episode, right? Oh, it was phenomenal. I mean, I loved every second of it. I just, it's just funny, the, the, the perception of I thought I was walking into and what it became. But it was yeah. great. Channel yeah. 29, I mean, I got, hey, I, <laughs> I got seven minutes. I mean, not that I timed <laughs> it. I got seven minutes and 18 seconds. <laughs> I mean, not, the, not that I paid much attention to that kind of thing. But I got more than most people, so I feel pretty good about it. No, it's, it's really it's cool because you've done things that a lot of people haven't. It's been, it's been phenomenal. Yeah, and it's funny when I do see people that recognize me, and it's like, and I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm like, I'm, I'm like running over, like, hey, how you doing? I want to talk, like, hey, yeah, you recognize me? Let's talk, let's talk. And they're just like, yeah, no, I saw you, and I just went away. <laughs> Move away, creepy man. That's why I had to cut my hair. So when I ran after people, they wouldn't like be too afraid. Okay, let's let's go around the table. Closing thoughts from everybody for Jim Pappas. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just so happy to be here. Um, I, I actually had one more question for you, yeah, then, go ahead. Um, if that's all right. Uh, and it's actually about what you were just talking about, kind of uh, whether or not people recognize you, the anonymity. Do you think that has contributed to people giving you a fair representation of their average cheesesteak? And when I say that, I mean, like, do you think uh, when you go into a place and somebody recognizes you, do you think they, they take a little too much extra care to make sure it's the perfect sandwich just for you? Are they making you the celebrity cheesesteak, Jim? Which is a great question. Or, like, or otherwise, if they if they don't recognize you, you that's know actually a great question. That everybody gets. That's a fantastic it's question. It's a special one for you, and it's a fair representation of, of what that someone else can expect. Right. Well, that goes. Yes, that goes back to what it, I have my go to list: two hundred ninety eight places to go to. People want me to schedule when I come. I generally don't, and I generally stick to hey, I'm an Uber driver. When, I, when it's lunchtime, I'm going to go eat. And I want to find out what people have because I do get that people, uh, someone that has a shop will call, will message me online. Hey, come visit my place. I want you to, you know, come, you know, my place. It's like, all right. It's like, well, when are you coming? It's like, well, I don't, I don't know. I, I Uber drive when I'm in the area. All right. Well, I want to be there. It's like, well, that's kind of not my shtick. Plus, I don't want you making me the best. Right. Um, because I did. I went to um, Harris called me up to go to uh, Guy Fieri's, uh, yeah. and um, so I'm like, yeah, I'll come. <laughs> I actually had a good burger there down in Chester. Oh, I lo- yeah. Yeah, I love the burger. Oh, his uh, tuna taco. Yeah, it was very tongue. good. Oh, he has great stuff. But they call me up and come down to do a cheesesteak. So I went down, and yeah, my my cheesesteak was pristine. The the sauce the sauce looked just like it looked on the menu. Look. <laughs> if it's, is it salt donkey really hot? <laughs> no, yeah, I don't do really hot. It, but um, it was very pretty sandwich. And some, some, I posted it, and some people saw it, and they're like, hey, you know, tagging each other. Hey, let's go, let's go. And I said, do me a favor. I said, send me a picture of your cheesesteak. And right, yeah, their cheesesteak looked much different than mine. And let's talk to Novelty Cheesesteak, Jim. You had the $100 cheesesteak at Barclay Prime. Talk about yeah, that a little bit. Good, but- 
Full disclosure, I've I've interviewed them. No, no, it's not like I've interviewed them, and a lot of people order it as appetizers and cut it up. At the, nobody really usually pays a hundred dollars individually. Well, you can't. I mean, it's too rich. Right. I mean, it's like, it's just you know, if you get like if, you know, if you get a usual chocolate bar, like this is a super sweet dark chocolate that you can't eat the whole thing yourself. Comes in thirds. Uh, comes with half uh, Magnum, a half bottle of champagne, and um, that was Wagyu beef. Wow. Wagyu, because as we're driving over, the Philadelphia Eagles, I went on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, it's funny, I was talking about the, the media, I forgot all about that. They, uh, went to, I went, did the podcast for the Philadelphia Eagles, and then we went up to, to interview them. Their chef was interviewing their chef, and we got it, and... As we're driving up, I'm like, well, what's the, it's, it's beef. I said, why don't we just, you know, it's, oh, it's Japanese, Japanese Wagyu. I'm like, well, why don't we just, why don't we just bring up some Japanese Wagyu cows over here? <laughs> and then we'll have a Japanese Wagyu beef. He's like, oh, no. He goes, it's a whole different they're, setup. Yeah. They're like massaged and stuff. Right. Exactly. They drink beer. Yeah. Exactly. Up, yeah. So up until they're slaughtered, <laughs> they live better than most of us. And, and Barkley Prime is a local Philadelphia steakhouse, and this is a very high-end cheesesteak. It's over $100. They get the roll specially made. It goes, to, it goes to, like, you have to have the right roll to go with the right meat. Like, you have to have the right beer to go with the, the truffle. The, the truffle sea. Oh, great. We're getting samples. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. We really appreciate it. She's going to take photos. Okay, and uh, the Jim. Wagyu, but the Wagyu, the cheese. The cheese comes from three different sources. Like one's like a goose cheese. What they do to make just the cheese sauce was unbelievable. Yeah, and no. you can, if you're a local person listening to the show, uh, they actually give slices of that $10 at the Rittenhouse Festival. You can try a slice. And it, and but they it's, normally do. It's, it's a hundred twenty-five dollar price tag, but like if you're going into the city for a special occasion, or yeah, something, sure. It's a it's, it is a great place to go, and it's a great place to start or end your night. Right. Okay. Uh, final comments from our other guest eater, Henry, Jim, Jim. Thanks for having. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Henry. Uh, just thanks for having me, man. I hope to reach cheesesteak enlightenment one day. Uh, the napkin. You know, I love that you're not a cheesesteak purist, that you're not a cheesesteak traditionalist. I think that's a sign of, you know, reaching enlightenment in a sense. I hope to get there myself with pizza. I think I am a little bit, but uh, not quite. And, uh, damn, this has been a lot of fun. All right. Matt Marite, closing my, comments. My funny thing of oh, on, good. On, yeah, on, good. On Henry, Henry. Is, um, so Carol doesn't follow, doesn't follow me on Instagram. So she, <laughs> finally, she finally started following me because of the calendar. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, I said, hey, you know, I'm like, hey, this guy's going to come eat with us. Yeah. Henry, he said, he's got his, uh, got an Instagram account, Pizza Full. She goes, I love his pizza. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah. She goes, when I when I started following you, I saw his post. I started looking at his post. She goes, he has great pizza. He's a, I'm like, so you have a follower. Well, give your <laughs> give your tag to your uh, Instagram. Yeah. So uh, my tag to Instagram is Pizza Full. It's like the word beautiful, but just Pizza Full. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, so and you can look at your photos. It's, it's uh, 100% just unedited, unfiltered, raw, relatable pizza content. And your tags? Do you have tags? Or? Uh, no, okay. I only do uh, cheesesteak reviews on Snapchat. I do it for awesome. Awesome. Matt Maratea, closing comments, Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure. 
Jim, I think this is the first time we've been around each other. <laughs> one of us hasn't gotten a little drunk. Uh, <laughs> ne- next time that'll change. Uh, <laughs> as always, uh, following the adventure is fantastic. Uh, getting the split cheesesteaks finally has been fa- uh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to what you're doing next. Um, if you do do a March Madness bracket, I want to be involved with the Jersey region. Smart idea, actually. And, uh, yeah, uh, make sure you check out all of this great podcasting stuff. Excellent. Last Out Media. And you have a Sporting Chance. Sporting Chance Pod, right? Yes, the Sporting Chance Pod. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Sport Chance Pod. You can find me there. M Maratea22. Uh, Twitter and Instagram again. And, as always, our Last Out Media hosts. Uh, I'm the head writer there. You can see food stuff from Kevin. LastOutMediaNetwork.com. Yeah. And that's fantastic. Amorous Pollock, let's get your closing comments. Jim Pappas, Cheesesteak Adventure, Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure. Um, I, again, also haven't been into anything where I haven't drank with you to some degree. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I definitely, this is the first time that I've split cheesesteaks with you, so I'm super excited about that. And um, I'm looking forward to eating through the calendar and helping out, you know, the different local restaurants, too. And I want to end my uh, section of the show by telling everyone this is the perfect gift for the holiday. Uh, Not only are you saving money, you're going to get your money back from the cost of the calendar with just two coupons. Uh, Lots of 20% off your orders, uh, coupons on this calendar. But I also want to make it very clear that Jim is donating a portion of the proceeds to charity. So I don't understand why everyone's not running to their computer, PhiladelphiaCheesesteakAdventure.com, and not getting this as a holiday gift because not only are you saving money, you'll get your money back in two coupons, uh, but you're also supporting local Philadelphia area charities. So that's all I want to say. Jim Pappas, close out our show, my friend. Kevin, thank you very much for having me. Henry and Harry, thanks for coming out. This is awesome. It's funny you do these things. You're, you're afraid you're going to be sitting by yourself. Yeah, it's, right. It's right. nice to have people here. It's nice, very nice warm, thankful that you nice, guys came out. It's nice to have warm, sober bodies <laughs> around. <laughs> so thank you very much. And I agree with Kevin. I don't know why everybody's not out buying my calendar, but uh, yeah. we'll worry about that later. <laughs> okay. Great. Thank you very much. And we're going to close out the show. Thank you very much. PhillyRestaurantReviews.com. And we have a food radio section. You can hear all of our past shows. This was a special Bonus edition of Dining on a Dime, live from O Brother Philly, 206 Market, with the Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure.